podcast DJ ready. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another week. You know, it's just a podcast with a couple of friends that turn on the mic and we bring up some topics that we pick out this week and we chop it up. My name is Ready. And I'm DJ. And we're two New York gentlemen. You know, we got expert skills in sarcasm, humor, and talking some good old fashioned shit. Yeah, yeah. In this podcast, we're going to talk about movies, music, television, technology, some funny shit, some not so funny shit, some current events. We might even drop in a life lesson somewhere. Always feel free. Send us some feedback, ideas, comments, criticism, some stories, whatever you want to send to anotherweekpodcast at gmail.com. So now that you know, and no one's half the battle, let's jump into it with another, another week. week. Yeah. All right. So we're here. Episode uh, four, I believe. Yeah, we made it a full month of podcasts, bringing you some a bunch of wild ass topics. And we, we got, got some more wild ones. Yeah, we do. Today's, uh, I think, ten, you know, this one's going to be some entertaining shit. Uh, we got some some good stuff to rattle off and bullshit about. Before we get into it, uh, I asked a question. So, another week passed. How was your week? Ready? Pretty good. Excellent week. No no complaints from me. I'm not, I'm not a real complainer. You complain? Who does anything about it? Nothing, right? You got to do something about yourself. So it was pretty good. How was your week? Yeah, my shit was good. It was relaxing. Uh, got to watch some good movies. Uh, saw a couple. Uh, saw some. I watched some wacky ass show on Netflix called I Island. Um, okay. Yeah, it was like kind of like Lost, but not like they land. They wake up on an island and just a bunch of hot people and a low budget Netflix show. So that kind of consumed me a little bit this week. Caught up on the last episode of Ballers. I know Axel loves that shit. So if you're hearing this, shout out to you, Axel. Ballers is okay. hot. Okay. I actually saw um, I saw Men in Black International finally. And let me tell you, it was pretty good. But I mean, what can you, you can't go wrong. You got, you know, you got the Thor actors and actresses. And like, come on, they go together. Yeah. You Tessa, got Tessa, uh, Tessa Thompson's uh, so hot. Tessa Thompson, Chris Hemsworth. Am I saying his name right? Yeah. All right. Uh, it was a good movie. It was good. It was it was funny. He had his traditional Men in Black stuff, um, but it it wasn't. Um, I I don't know. I thought it was going to be. I don't want to say a dud. I didn't think it was going to be a dud, but it was good. It was good. It was it was funny. It was it's definitely better than I expected. You know, it was it's a movie I can watch again. Actually. Yeah, so, I got. I got it, that speaks a lot. I got it in the queue, lined up. Probably might watch that later on. Um, yeah, what else? Did I, oh, I watched Batman Hush from DC. Uh, we were talking about that yesterday. Um, watched it last night. It was pretty good. I thought it didn't really live up to the comic run, which I was a tremendous fan of back in the mid 2000s. I think it ran uh, like 02 to 03, almost a whole year run. And it was one of the grittier comics out there. Okay. Um I actually have it. I didn't watch it yet, but you know I'm a big fan of the DC animated um, show, so I will definitely watch that um, by next podcast, and maybe we can talk about that. Another, real quick, I got to plug in another D good DC animated 
um, movie. It came out a couple of months ago. Believe it or not, I'm telling you, when I say this title, you're probably going to laugh. But it was, it's good. It's insane, actually. It's Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Listen, it's crazy. That's what I'm going to tell the listeners. If, if you're into superhero stuff and you like animated stuff, I like animated stuff because you can do stuff that you can't do in the movies. You know, there's licenses that you can combine together and and effects that you can, you know, do. And it was a great movie. But, yeah, Batman Hush will definitely be next to watch. And I, I think if you like it, I think you should try to find the comic series. Uh, I'm sure it's available online somewhere or, or whatnot. But, yeah, that was a, a heavy-duty run. And uh, actually kind of, like, scary for Batman. Um like not scary as in you're frightened, but you're like you're scared for Batman because this dude's no joke. But uh, okay. yeah, speaking of no joke, I think we jump into some topics. What do you say? <laughs> Let's get into another week. Yeah. All right. So this week coming up is uh, September 20th. We'll be here. I think that'll be, I don't know when you're listening. It might either be yesterday or tomorrow or a few days from now or a few days prior. I don't know, but it's going to be somewhere around there, depending on when you download. Hopefully, it's right away, and that shit's today. But, uh, yeah, so the big Area 51 raid, uh, the, you know, if everybody doesn't really isn't familiar with it, um, there was a movie on Netflix. It was actually a documentary, um, and this guy kind of, uh, Lazar, Bob Lazar, he kind of, like, talked about all these things that he had clearance to see and, and whatnot. And it sparked this guy to make a Facebook post, uh, an event to raid area 51 and people started joining and, you know, they said, Oh, you know, if we get enough people, they don't have enough bullets for us all. So, uh, right about now, it's a little over 2 million people that clicked going and about 1.7 million are interested in the raid, which is supposed to be uh, on the 20th. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. I, I can't wait for that one. You know what? I'll sit back and watch it from my television. I don't think I'm going to participate, though. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you caught the uh, another article the other day. There was two guys, uh, I would say probably young 20s. They were visiting uh, from the Netherlands <laughs> And they said they weren't going to be here for the 20th. They were going home, I think, on Wednesday. So they decided they were going to try to raid themselves. And they snuck in and they wound up getting arrested by the Air Force. And uh, I forget what kind of charges were put on them. But, yeah, not a good move. So it, well, It's definitely not a good move. And, and there are some consequences, just to let everybody know, just in case you were thinking about raiding this or you're thinking about um, – or you have a friend or a family member, okay, you can face up to a $500 fine. Um, you'll be thoroughly searched, which probably means that, um, you know, hey, your cavities aren't off limits. If you want to be probed, you go right on ahead. And they ain't going to be the aliens probing you, all right? They probably ain't going to use Vaseline either. Let <laughs> me tell you, all right? And in 2019, somebody was shot dead after failing to stop at a security gate, at a security gate. And refusing to follow um, instructions. So, listen, it's all fun and games 
until it's, you know, Mike Tyson said it best. Everybody got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. So don't get punched in the mouth. <laughs> but if you do go out there, uh, they got something, someone that has a ranch nearby uh, in, in Rachel, Nevada, is going to hold alien stock. And uh, apparently, I guess they're going to make a party out of it. So uh, this shit could be kind of nice. funny. Keep following the socials, hashtag whatever the hell hey. you think. We'll get you there. Area 51, I'm sure, is the the thing. Uh, oh, what does it say here? Look at this. Uh, Bud Light is having an Area 51 celebration in downtown Vegas this weekend. I That's guess. absolutely terrible. <laughs> Alcohol, aliens, raiding government property. Right? Like, you know, they're probably trying to draw the people away, which is smart. And... You know, but instead they're gonna get them all drunk, and they'll be like, "Come on, let's go!" Let's go. Fifty-one driving drunk through the gates, you know, looking for Marvin the Martian. They're gonna get hit with a real Acme rocket. It might uh, be something serious. But one thing I will say is, I'm 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 kind of into collectibles. I know DJs into collectibles. Um, if anybody does go to this alien stock. And they get like a nice, you know, uh, an authentic like T-shirt or something, you know, hit hit us up at another week um, podcast at gmail.com. And maybe I'll purchase that from you, you know, or even if you just get some pictures, you could, uh, you know, put up some pictures. We could put it up on on the on our social media. Yeah, the Facebook group. They join know? that shit. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Join the Facebook group on um, another week podcast um the twitter so uh, we'll definitely put it up there you know shout everybody out uh, thank you appreciate it and like i said i'm into collectibles and stuff like that. i'm really serious like if, if find something cool because i'm not going no you know that, that's not good <laughs> it's not yeah. a good look for me i can't i can't podcast to y'all if i'm getting probed by the government yeah they probably got all types of podcast like abilities to just shut us down mic blockers we're not even going to be able to podcast live it's not even worth going yeah but what's um what's also interesting about this area 51 stuff is it's almost you know our next um topic it's actually a legit topic well it's kind of like came out at the right time to wet the whistle of all the area 51 yeah. uh alien stock heads and and this, ladies and gentlemen, it is a true story. Okay? It's a true story. So what most of us have known or assumed, I shouldn't say known, what most of us have assumed, um, an actual government branch has actually, for the first time ever, came out and publicly admitted to this. Well, it started with uh, dude Tom DeLong. Uh, former Blink-182 uh, band member. He was a vocalist and guitarist. And he has a coalition or an organization that he founded called Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences in 2017. And what it is, is an organization to seek out alien technology. So basically like a UFO watchdog. They go through all types of like this. you know I like that show. files people send in, uh different videos. Well, they got videos from 
an F-18's gun camera in 2004. And then they had another video that they got, uh, two others in 2015 from F-18's. And I guess they, they were leaked somehow from, from the, uh, the Air Force. So Cause they, the images were taken, you know, from these U.S. Navy jets over restricted military training airspaces. So it's right. There wouldn't have been a reason for a, right. a, a regular plane person or anything else. A, a regular civilian or a, commercial. a regular plane, commercial flight. They can't even go there. You, just, in, just in case people don't know, you will get shot down if you go over restricted military airspaces. They will give you a warning. If you do not turn around, you will become dust. Okay? They mm. will snap their Thanos finger at you. We had a friend who actually got shot down in a Cessna for trying the same shit. All he wanted to do was take pictures of a base, and he's not with us anymore. So pour one out right now for little Johnny. He was a good pilot, man. Uh, but anyway, so they have these videos, and they're too, I guess, real to, to deny, and... Freedom of Information Act and everything was filed and the, and the, the Times posted it uh, and the Navy had no choice. This week they came out and confirmed. Now, they didn't say it's a uh, an alien. All they said was it was a f in, qu in their quotes, the Navy considers the phenomena contained, depicted in the three videos as unidentified. So... They, they don't so, know what the so, hell it is. Right. So so what we're going to, we never even really said what the, this topic um, is. We just kind of went into it, which is good because it branched from the other story. The U.S. military announced that they have seen UFOs, which means unidentified flying objects. They're not saying that it's alien or not, but um, they are saying that it's real. They're real videos. And they are saying that, um, if I'm not mistaken, DJ, let me know if I'm wrong. They said one of these flying objects is seen like flying at uh, a pretty quick speed. And then it like stops, like instantly stops and reverses its tracks. And there's no known aircraft that can maneuver like that. Yeah. And. You know, I not to go too deep into my conspiracy theory files, but I've been known to dabble into research, and uh, I don't know if you call it research, just investigating and and watching a bunch of shit on YouTube, and you know, you know, over the years, and there's been a lot of different weird things captured on uh, video, especially since the you know, emergence of cell phone videos all over the globe. And there's a lot of these same images where like a blue light will come down and then move in a way or like, like, like you said, like it'll stop and make a turn that it shouldn't be able to. Like there's not a vehicle that we have that's able to turn like that, you know, right. like almost like how, a, um, like a, if anybody operated or seen like a forklift, how, how those can, the all four wheels move so it can it can actually like spin in place like how that 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 
unidentified craft kind of does that. So it comes down, spins, and boom, shoots a different direction. And we don't have, you know, any kind of aircraft that does that. The Russians, yeah. the Russians might. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, they have everything. But um, and what else is, um, what else is interesting? Yeah, I should say it's even interesting. I mean, people. I'm not. I'm not sitting there saying. I'm not telling people what to believe in, what not to believe. Let's just talk real for two seconds, okay? If you think that Earth, now we, we know about galaxies, we know about other planets, we know that there's places that we can't reach. We know places, there's planets that are light years away. These are all known facts, okay? If you, believe if you in think that, that there's not another Earth somewhere, you know, or where those people consider an Earth and we're probably aliens to them, then I just think you're kind of bizarre. That's just me. I'm not saying I don't I don't know what uh, the other living species look like. Maybe they look like us. Maybe they have, you know, maybe they have the light bulb, typical head, big eyes. Look, Hollywood's very influential, and they know a lot of people, so it could be very easy that somebody knew somebody back then. Everybody talks. Somebody's always talking. Even stuff that's classified, somebody told somebody something in life, okay? So if you think that for some reason that there's no other life form, mm, you know, yeah. Think a little harder. We had dinosaurs. They've been proven. We got their skeletons. Dig them up. You, you know, know. Let's let's how about let's suggest to them if you if you don't believe in all that stuff, stick with us because this is the part about you might learn something. Yeah, because you might learn something. Yeah, or if you you know what? How about this? If you do think that there's absolutely nothing out there, write us an email because I want to I want to talk about this and you know. It, hear your point of view but yes we've seen the pictures there's something out there and, and i watched the x-files and you just saw <laughs> men in black three like they uh, wouldn't be able to make multiple men i actually Blacks. think that was four i think four. They, didn't they have three before wouldn't international be four i'm not sure i could be wrong but Listen, you, but you what, do whatever, know what they make you they, know how you know how i know they don't make those those are documentaries those they don't make those like for no reason it, do you know how I know that there are other life forms? Because only another life form can invent like mm, a donut chicken sandwich. Holy shit. Oh, you know, man, you know, that's the who else can invent a glazed donut chicken sandwich? I mean, listen, we have Wendy's spicy chicken fillet dominating for years. Then out of the blue, pow, came Chick-fil-A, put him in the headlock. Then all of a sudden, except on Sundays, off, off, the, <laughs> off the top rope came Popeyes with the elbow smash. Now, you know, called into the Rumble, into the Royal Rumble is the new KFC chicken and donut sandwich. Oh, are yeah. you ready for it? All right. So I'm going to describe this photograph. Now, let, let's. Just preface here, I want to thank Gina for coming through with this one. Shout out to Gina. She knew that, you know, from episode one, the 
how I tried the Popeye sandwich. Uh, update on the Popeye sandwich. I don't know how true this is. I heard yesterday on the radio that Popeye's chicken sandwiches are back, but you have to come with your own bun. I, I don't know how true that is. It wasn't. It, it did. It really didn't sound like a joke. I'm not gonna look it up right now because it's too bizarre. But I did hear that, and and I, it it threw me for a loop because I'm like, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry, podcasters. I uh, I was drinking some water, and I did not know that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You have to. Do they charge me less? I That's better what, not be paying the same price. Yo, I thought the same freaking thing. Holy shit, bro. We, we, they see this is why we podcast together. We think do, about the same shit. Do the not first... charge me the same price, and I'm getting a, no bun. <laughs> so you but, ran out of buns now? All right, you know what? I You're have a to, chicken place that runs out of chicken, up. and now you're selling sandwiches, and you run out of buns. I, I don't. I, Hold on. I, I don't get it. <sighs> That's. I don't know. That's worse than like the ice cream parlor running out of vanilla ice cream. Even if you don't like vanilla ice cream, it is the most famous flavor. It's just just strange. I don't know. You know, it's like I went to go get new tires on my car, and the tire shop only had brake pads and stuff. Come on, what are we talking about here? So yeah, let's get back to this um this this um donut chicken sandwich. This was a great article that you had. Um, wait, wait, hold on. I it's it's actually real. This yeah. I just looked it up. I couldn't I couldn't help myself. <laughs> so the now that people have gone completely insane over the sandwich, Popeyes is running low on supplies. Yeah, I'm on. And we'll make the sandwich for customers and they've come up with a plan. It's BYOB, bring your own bread. The campaign is putting onus on the bread for the chicken sandwich on you. I guess the bread was one of their issues. Holy no, shit. I, they have it's really it, holy shit September twelfth. It's on their Twitter. Bring your own bread. It's basically the sandwich, only no mayo or pickles, and bring your own bun. It's really just three tenders. This is like a – I don't understand. Like this is like a a crazy plot twist ploy for them to make more money. Holy shit. Uh, I'm scrolling down at the bottom. Popeyes was having a little fun with people, and it's just a joke. Oh, okay. Well, thank you because – Damn, because see, and where did it come up? It came up when I typed it in Google. I'm reading it from a radio station's website. It's not even a radio station I got it from. This must have well, went out. But yeah, that that's well, funny shit. If if it was, that's a good joke that they that they did put. But this, let's get back to the real deal here. Yeah, well, KFC they have a a donut chicken sandwich, and um, you can you can get it. In, in uh, different ways. You can get two options. You can get a chicken and donut basket meal for $5.49, which includes chicken tenders or bone chicken plus a donut, or a chicken sandwich for $5.99 featuring a fried chicken patty between two donut buns. Let yeah. me tell you, the picture of this looks like a wonderful, delicious heart attack waiting to happen and it's like um it's i don't know it it's it looks terribly delicious but it's like two it looks like two crispy cream donuts on top yes. of a, a nice hunk of fried chicken and they have the they have like the glaze dripping over the 
chicken like someone's like the photoshop game is crazy on this yeah, or it, or it was glue like elmer's glue or something but yeah it looks it looks serious it, it looks it looks good but it looks like something I, i'm telling you i me personally i would never taste that there's no, no way at all that no part of that is healthy here's but, my issue now uh, <laughs> i i'm i'm kind of uh uh a terrible eater and i like everything that's pretty much fried um so like that's that's my shit right there but here's here's what i would have done now they just took a donut on the bottom and a donut on the top and put the chicken i would have sliced the donut in half it would have not looked so big and i don't know maybe fat america loves this shit but like i i would eat this but the too much donut now i've i've made personally from a Krispy Kreme donut, I, I sliced it in half. I put a bacon and egg sandwich on it. I made a bacon and egg sandwich out of it. Scrambled eggs, bacon, outstanding. Now, well, let me tell you. I, wait, I took it next step. <laughs> I, made, more. I made a hamburger, sliced the donut in half, put it on there, grossed everybody out around me, was in love. Um, I haven't done it since. Uh, Krispy Kreme, it, you know why? Because the glaze gets gooey. And I don't really like touching gooey food shit. So that's that's kind of the one thing that turned me off. I had a little paper maybe like uh, to contain it. But, you know, that's where I could add my two cents in. Um, this probably well, is delicious. Well, I think you're twisted individual. Um, oh, I don't but hey, that's why people... we love you. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. If you, if you, I, it sounds good. I just, it's a little too weird. But this is not the first insane chicken sandwich KFC had. For four weeks in July, from July first for four weeks, they had a KFC. They they um, partnered up with Cheetos, and they had a KFC Cheetos sandwich. Yeah, I see it. Which, I, I go there quite but, frequently, so I, I kind of know the fast food circuit really well um i i just i'm not a big fan of cheetos so i didn't have that yeah um the picture this cheetos one looks pretty gross to me um that's just me it looks i don't know i don't like hot you know, sauce i don't know i don't even know that's hot sauce on it but um, maybe that's just cheeto maybe they added cheeto sauce with the cheetos but um i didn't that, even know they had that i don't eat i don't eat KFC. i think it was hot cheetos too right um spicy cheetos i believe yeah i think it was so i mean i i I give them this i'm glad they're trying it because their chicken sandwich if you went there before consisted of like a tiny dinner roll with sliced in half with a chicken tender on it now they call it a, a snacker i think kfc snacker it's not bad but like i like you know a nice full-size chicken sandwich doesn't have to be tremendous with, with toppings and shit but just a decent size the wendy to me you know it, it's tough to beat the wendy's chicken sandwich for the bang for the buck um yeah no um <clears throat> listen uh, their spicy chicken fillet is on point so well the fillet yeah. or the or the home style like the the crispy i think it's a number six on wendy's oh yeah, yeah. you don't get the the grilled no 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 it's, it's the breaded one yeah the, the right one, yeah. The no, good shit one. for the arteries. That's what you need. Yeah, you know, that's man. what you need. Listen, the harder it makes your arteries, the better it is. You know. All right. So speaking of hard arteries, now I, I don't want to say like we came up in like 
the most gangster of times, but I feel like we're, we're seasoned in the ways of shifting through the world. But as the times progressed and safe spaces got made and, and uh, you know, things softened up and the word no is almost irrelevant to, to the youth today. Well, we got a, a generation of kids coming up that feel like, like, you know, the old rules don't apply, you know, and one of them was a <coughs> influential rapper who kind of had a gigantic following and a, a lot of youth followed him mm-hmm. and uh, he took a path yeah. down the wrong ways. And yeah. uh, I don't mean by what got him locked up, but I mean, what's proceeding. So, uh, Reddy, who are we talking about here? Yeah, we're talking about um, <clears throat> America's number one tattletale right now. Um, rapper Daniel Hernandez, a.k.a. Takashi 69 So for I'm, I'm going to give everybody a quick rundown on Takashi 69 because I don't even want to... Um, I don't even want to give him that much press because he's getting press everywhere else. Yeah, just in case you don't know the story, we're going to bring you up to in speed. Ca- in case you don't know him, he's a rapper who... Um, he comes from... Uh, from Brooklyn, New York. He blew up in November of 2017 off of a song called Gummo. Um, He portrayed a image that he was this big blood member. He surrounded himself by around a bunch of actual real gangsters and real blood members. In the video was where he first met them. He he decided to hire, he wanted to hire official gang members for his video shoot. So they all showed up and from that Gummo video, he got down with these guys. Right. And, and for um, people who don't know, long story short, there's a lot of history with um, rappers and musicians and gang members accepting people and who aren't real gang members because they are their money. They make the money. So, they don't have to be jumped in. They don't have to be initiated. They don't have to be checked or or they don't have to do anything that a traditional gang member would have to do to be into a gang. Prime example, like, and he's one of the greatest artists ever, Chris Brown. Okay, Chris Brown claims, you know, tree to hot pie rule blood. That's one of the first blood gangs originated in California. Chris Brown's from Virginia. Okay, he didn't move to California until after he blew up with his R&B career. But that's the image he wants to portray. They allow him to do it because he pays them. Okay? I'm not saying that. I'm not taking anything away from Chris Brown. He will DDT you if you give him the opportunity to. Okay? Well, one thing I will say about that. Um, But I'm just giving you a rundown on how things work in the music industry, especially in hip-hop. Long story short, Takashi got caught up with these guys. with people making money comes jealousy, okay? Um, Takashi was, his, his money was taking care of blood members in jail and other people in the his gang that he, uh, in the gang that he represented. So he got caught up, um, he got arrested. The whole squad got arrested for racketeering, shooting stuff up, robbing, beating people up, which all of the incidences he caused, all of the incidences that they got arrested for and they're being tried for, which people are getting 
years. I'm talking about like 15 years, 20 years, stuff like that for him. He initiated them. Okay? It was his call. Remember, he was the moneymaker. So he got quick fame. He got so quick he got notoriety. And he started flexing. So, right. so he, he started flexing. He started getting to a real, real people, real other gang members. You know, people were jealous. Other gang members in his, his crew were jealous. Um, so there was an incident where they allegedly kidnapped him and took money, um, took some money from him. Watch you know, this, that, and the third. Okay. Either way, this dude gets arrested and he's dreading. Now, some people say, okay, well, they if somebody kidnapped you, would you rattle them? Listen, this is not a regular civilian that got kidnapped. You're claiming this gang. You're claiming this life. So there's certain codes you live by. The same but, way with the mob. Well, there's to, certain. Let's, there's let's certain, go back real quick because he, yep. he after the kidnapping, he was still down. Like the, 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 that, that got solved. And then there was an incident outside a nightclub where there was a shooting. No one got shot. Someone shot a gun. And mm-hmm. the police came and scooped them all up. Now, this is where they all really got locked up. And now that was a year ago almost. And the, the, the case was set for September and we're here now. And every day, I think it started on the it started on 17th, Tuesday. the 17th, right? Yeah. So they have been releasing, you know, courtroom sketches and a couple things the first day. Bam. Today, Thursday, the 19th, we're recording. Oh, it was Wednesday going into Thursday at nighttime we're recording. But uh, audio came out and they asked him all types of questions. When did you start snitching? When did you join the gang? I mean, and, and let me and let me tell you, if you listen to another week podcast, you know, there were a couple life lessons and a, a, a repetitive one was. If you're going to do dirt, do it by yourself. Don't trust anybody. Don't tell anybody your stuff. Let me tell you something. The first question that they asked him, the first real question besides what's your name and where you grew up, okay, was when did you decide to start cooperating with the law, with, with, um, with officials? His answer, ladies and gentlemen, his answer, ladies and gentlemen, was the day after I got arrested. This dude started ratting one day after he got arrested. It's not like they had him in the box on. He probably started telling when they were taking his fingerprints. He was telling in the back of a squad car. Let me tell you, he he had set up somebody to get shot at he it was him he made the call he's on camera putting the hit out for somebody to get shot at the person gets shot out outside of the w hotel which a a very good friend of mine's husband was working security that day okay at the w hotel so I, i know this situation a little bit more than other people and this is a another week podcast schools because I never even told anybody that. Okay. Um he makes this call to get this other rap this other rival rapper shot at. 
his friend, Takashi's friend, who he even named the song off of, says okay, and and shoots at the person for him. It wasn't even really about the money because they were that cool. It really wasn't about the money because he didn't even give him the amount of money that he even said. But he Takashi ratted on this person. How do you say you make you you make a phone call? Listen, I want you to go do commit this crime against this other person for me. That person who's your friend says okay. You get arrested and you tell on that person to protect yourself. I I don't understand this. Like I don't understand this generation's game. I'm not telling people not to rat to rat to do this, to do that, because at the end of the day, honestly, how about this? Don't commit crimes to where you have, where you need to be in that situation. But if you're, if you're claiming that you're about that life and you're, and you're claiming this, that, and the third, please leave street stuff to street people. And, and that's just that. It's like, that's it, what it is. If it, right. It's, it, you know, we're not saying like, Listen, everybody, don't be a snitch. You know, you shouldn't be a snitch anyway. But there's certain times in your life that you need to protect yourself. But right. if you get yeah. involved in a situation in in a, a set or or uh, however you want to call it, a club, if you say you know a biker or whatnot, whatever you want to call it, you know your 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 crew, and you're about a crew of dirt, you basically take or you know mafia and whatever, you take an oath. You're in there. You know, you're part of it. You don't start flipping. You don't on start other snitching. You, you, and you know, you gotta do. You do the crime. You do the time. You know, yeah. and this also sets a whole precedent. Like where we're going with this is kind of the snitching and the 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 acceptance in in the young community, the free Takashi shit, and the people and, who are are cool with this. And not only the snitching, it's it's the snitching. After you were the problem and you were the cause and you were the cause of it. See, it, it it's different if you're a regular civilian. If you're a regular civilian and something happens, listen, I'm a regular civilian. I'm not a gangster. If you do something to me and I catch you, I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. That's me. I'm not. But I'm not sitting there saying gangster, 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 this, that, and the third. I'll shoot you. I'll do this. I do that. And then all of a sudden. I do it, and when I get caught, I start ratting. That's like the bank robber that gets the you know the the bank robbing crew where there's three of them, and one gets caught, and then tells on the other two. What part of the game is that? That's like anything, you know. That that's like anything. You growing up with your friends, and who knows? Y'all cut school, and y'all y'all had cut class together to go smoke some cigarettes, or you cut class, or or you had a party to go to and you wanted to go get some beer, okay? And you weren't supposed to get beer. And you, I'm not telling you that you should do that, okay? Listeners, if you're underage, don't be underage and drink. But you sat there and you and you go and you go get some beers and you get caught. So you sit there and go, oh, well, John Doe and Jane Doe and blah, blah, blah. They gave me the money to go get the beer. Yeah, you just blame it on the homeless guy that that sits outside of the beer shop. 
you know, it, it's just it's just crazy that this person and he was the cause of everything. It's not like yeah, it, the the only thing he wasn't was the cause of was the alleged kidnapping, which could have easily been set up. And that's actually the defense that the kidnappers are putting up. And those and the kidnappers are the only ones who did not plead out. And you have to realize there's like 11 other people in this racketeering case. Most of them pled out except two. And the two that did not plead out are the ones that he's saying kidnapped him. And they're saying it was set up for publicity. Well, so, so, right, let's stop right there. Publicity. This is sort of the whole point of this whole thing. This guy comes out and he's got some skills. And, And as far as the, the, young music of today with some of it what we bitch about you know what with some of the the the, the laziness and, and technique and whatnot he wasn't really in that category he was pretty good but he got involved with some kind of management team who let him think this is a good idea for your image so he basically even though his music was good his music was phony as shit like gangster rap that we know that we came up with, uh, you know, we I guess the '90s stuff. Yeah. Like that shit was telling stories of reality. It, was, it wasn't it was glorifying it. This by guy was people who were living it. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you the thing that is so crazy about this. Okay, let me tell you something that's so crazy. How this whole situation could have been avoided. Right? He was saying they were taking money from him, or they were also. Um, you know, when he was paying money for the people in jail, an example he gave on his court testament uh, was like, if he got $250,000, they would give him $185,000. And then the other, <clears throat> the rest of the money, I guess that's the other, what, um, $50,000, $65,000, right? Something like that. The other $65,000 will go to, like, the members in jail and stuff. Because the members in jail were the ones who called the shots for the members on the streets. Yeah. You could easily, after you started getting money, I'm, I'm, I'm firing y'all. Or you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm getting, I'm getting away from that. Listen, you could have got a, you could have got a management deal with anybody. Yep. And with anybody, somebody else would have hired you and been your manager. And you know what? You need to learn how to move around. You don't see Jay Z out there getting caught. You ain't gonna get close enough to catch me. But you know. It, it, it all leads up to, so f- fake, I'm, I, so he's you, fake, you, he's rhyming about shit that he's just getting involved in that he don't really live that lifestyle until after his album. So and, now and he, he said it. He said that he's he, he used to be a punk rock rapper. Uh-huh. He actually was rapping before. He was actually, he. they asked him what jobs he had before. He said he used to work at some youth camp for like troubled teens or something. And then he used to bus tables. And in 2014, a person saw him and was like, oh, are you a rapper? And he was like, no, he thought about it. And the person was like, okay, well, you you know, you have to look, you should try rapping. And he started to rap. He actually toured around the world before his breakthrough as the gangster rapper. So, and he said he didn't make a lot of money. He said all the touring and he named several countries, Prague, Russia, uh, uh, he named about a good five or six different places. He said he only got like two thousand dollars of profit out of it. Okay, I understand. You got listen. You 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 caught a bum deal. 
But my whole thing is you have that experience and this, that, and the third. Now, he actually made his song, the one that blew up, he made that without the gang members. They just got incorporated into the video for it. Right, yeah, the song was already done. So, it's like right, this, this, the, so, this all, this all took, and it, so this, this whole thing happened within the yeah. course of a year and change. And, and what he could have did was, listen, he could have said, I'm hiring y'all for this video. And that's it, for he, the image. He liked it. I'm going to use y'all for the image. And that's it. I'm not riding with y'all, blah, blah, blah. But the whole thing is he was so fascinated. It, it, it's like a person who starts to carry a gun and they, they get some confidence as if they're untouchable, like they think the gun is boxing hands. Like, you know what I mean? Like they have a confidence of a person who is like a boxer. Like, man, I could beat you up. But you're a punk because you're a person with a gun. You're not throwing no hands. You're not showing no skill. You're shooting somebody. And he had that confidence and was sitting there calling all these hits, this, that, and third. Like I said, I don't want to spend too much. I already yeah, spent too much I think we got to get off this guy. But yeah, let's 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 give the, the overall lesson of this shit. Don't fucking snitch if you're involved in shit. Don't put yourself in situations where you feel you're going to need to snitch. Look at this. And if you get yourself in some some shit man up to your situation and that's not just men that's woman up or they yes. up he up she up whatever you want to yeah. okay. pronoun yourself with you know pronoun up, up. And, pronoun suck up. It up and, and live up to your mistakes like if your kid does something wrong they have to learn how to make their mistakes they have to learn how to live with their mistakes you know what you make mistakes in life but you shouldn't be a grown man doing things like that yeah and and that also goes to show people who are doing things or are whatever, be careful who you hang out with. Because just because somebody's cool with you, blah, 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 look how fast he told. I it said one day, which means you already planned on telling. Yeah. And you already we'll, planned on it. And we don't know if his first arrest, if that was the day he met and the, when they let him out and he was, you know, test, he was basically gathering intel this whole time we're gonna find out more we'll bring you an update on the rainbow dreaded out tattooed face snitch takashi snitch nine how about you know what let's we'll bring in hip-hop down a little bit let's bring hip-hop back up and talk about a rapper who got himself in a sticky situation and kept his cool yes yes this, this is a good story you know like this when you're famous, you're whatever kind of facet you're in, you're exposed to to a little bit of the lavish lifestyle and the the um debauchery that comes along with it, and the the people throwing themselves at you, fans and and sexed up fans and some you know crazy people. So you get into situations. So yeah, this this next rapper that we're gonna talk about, we've talked about him. On the last episode, now how was that, Ready? How do we how do we bring him into this? Yeah, well, listen, he's a. Let me tell you this. First of all, he's a great rapper. He, um, uh, I don't want to say he's underrated because he he's not underrated. He's just um, underexposed. He, he he's too old. He's too old school for these new school cats. And but he's not. He's a new school cat. Um, or I should say, he's 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 a, he's newer. You know, he's he's not 
a rapper from the '90s, but you would think the way he raps, he's from the '90s. If you don't Nas know, had Nas had, had is the person who discovered him and signed him. Um, but if you don't know his rapping, how would how would you know him from an episode last well, week? Well, you you would know him from the Wu Tang documentary. He plays Shotgun in Wu Tang and American Saga, aka Method Man, is the character he plays. His name is Harlem's own Dave East. Now, uh, Dave East had a real interesting um, a real interesting night after a concert on I think this uh, past Saturday. Um, he was in Las Vegas and, you know, he was able to take two, uh, beautiful women back to the hotel with him to engage in some, you know, in the famous words, a big pun, you know, Tris Nathaniel to you yeah, yeah. into a Trisne, um, to a threesome and the threesome went a little, sideways. a little to the left, yeah. a little sideways. So these, these women start fighting. And yeah. they hasn't said come out and said what it was about, but somehow something went sideways. Yeah, they so start fighting, right? There's uh, allegedly one of the females got upset that Dave was paying the other female more attention, and she got upset. She got into an argument with him. Um, she's saying that he threw five or six punches at her, which it's not shown anywhere. We, we haven't heard of any marks on this well, female or anything. First but what started, we do is he does have scars on him. But it started with the two women fighting and she landed a few punches. The one woman who was going crazy landed punches on the other girl. She goes into the bathroom. And calls mm-hmm. the police at the same time. As this right. is going on, but she, when she starts throwing. What does she throw? She she throws some she throws some bottles, and um, I don't I don't know if it was an ashtray, but she no she threw two bottles at him. Yeah, and they were champagne bottles. Uh huh. And He's got um, a big old lump. Yeah. Um, one hit him. One shattered on the um. On like the wall and the glass cut him, so he had to go get a cat scan after the incident. But what witnesses are saying is allegedly he um, is that he um, grabbed her by her arms and threw her out of the hotel room. Which you know I commend him for doing because you know if somebody's throwing champagne bottles at you, you're not thinking, okay, this is a, a female like. If you ever seen somebody get hit by a champagne, champagne bottle will fuck you up. I'm I'm thinking like I'm already laying on the floor from getting hit in the head with a champagne okay. bottle. Like those bottles are heavy duty, and they got that that bottom that like comes in, so it's like even sturdier. Let me tell you what a champagne bottle do. Gucci Mane cracked a person in the head in a club with a champagne bottle. Okay, and really jacked that person up. The brat has to pay millions of dollars to a chick that she beat repetitively with a champagne bottle. That didn't break. Okay? That's how hard champagne bottles are. So, yeah. Big up to Dave East. Like, because if I got hit with a champagne bottle, I would have flipped the fuck out no matter who it was. And I probably would have went into tunnel vision mode and 
just, you know, probably came out bloody on the other side and in cuffs. But this guy kept his cool. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. So, you know, threesome etiquette. Everybody, you know, you get your time. That's it. So, um, it, it, you know, if that story is true and it's the um, happened the way it said and he held his composure like that, I would like to commend him for that. You know, um, we're, we're, you know, keep you up to date on that if um, anything changes. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag but he, there, there was a different type of bang. But wait, hashtag he too. Yeah, he too. <laughs> there was a different shit. type of bang going on in the world though. Oh, this bang's all over the place. What's this bang? Man, this is a $10 million bang. What? All right? This is a $10 million bang. Hold on. Who's banging for $10 million? The brothers, man. The Bang Brothers. Oh, shit. That's right. Let me tell you, for everybody who doesn't know, Bang Brothers is uh, one of the top of the line You think there's somebody that doesn't know? You, you, You know... I think they're lying if they say they don't know. Or maybe, you know, I don't know. But I'll break it down for people who don't know. Bang Brothers is one of the top of the line adult film um, companies. and Based out of Miami. Based out of Miami. And what these wonderful group was doing, they want to change the name to the, the Miami Heat Arena. Okay? So they actually put in a bid for it. Yeah, because they right now their their uh their lease is up, right? So with their their current sponsor, so they're gonna be available to get a sponsor for this for their arena. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. So um, <clears throat> because right now American Airlines, yeah, American um, Airlines Arena. So it's gonna expire at the end of the year. So how this how this works for people who don't know how um these stadiums get their names and stuff. You have to put a bid in for it. And then the organization has to agree to it based, you know, based on your bid and other credentials. So Bang Brothers put in a $10 million bid to rename the arena. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ, can, can you please bless them with this wonderful name? Phenomenal. The BBC Arena. The BBC Arena. Now it's not for what you guys are thinking. Come bang, on, Bang God. Bros, Bang Bros Center. It's the Bang Brothers Center. I know what you were thinking. You were thinking that other naughty stuff. I know. I know where your dirty minds are going there. I mean, it, it's if it's not the best play on an anagram ever, and then on top of it to think about this as an on in front of an arena. I mean, I don't know what is. This is phenomenal. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's um, it, it, it put it this way, it's not going to happen. The NBA is not going to say okay to this, but I, I can't do nothing but laugh at the you know you took a shot. Why not? It, it, listen, if I owned a company and I had the money to put up to have an arena, an NBA arena named after my company, I would. It doesn't matter what the um company does. That I mean, they're representing their company. Now, it, it's up to the NBA to say, yes, you can do that. But with their squeaky clean image, I can't I can't see that I'm um, doing that. And they know that they're not going to do that. That's why they only offer $10 million Because I, I'm pretty sure American Airlines 
can put up three times the amount. Easily. Yeah, usually, usually these things go to like a bank. Like half the stadiums that are out there are, are named after banks and shit. Other than like the Staples Center, um, named after freaking. I don't understand how an office supply is like able to afford, you know, a whole like just one staple, like just the staple industry alone. Like I would think thumbtacks maybe, but staples. That's crazy. But yeah, I'm down with the BBC Arena um watching, you know, see these big gigantic basketball players coming down the tunnel of the BBC <laughs> Arena. Yeah. Guys wearing their um their away uniforms. Because the NBA, the away uniforms are, are they're white, right? The are the home ones, the colored ones. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't use that term, coloreds. I don't know really the colored okay. ones or the white ones. Like that's really not like 2019. <laughs> okay. I'm saying, well, we're talking about colored uniforms here. Oh shit! I thought you still talking about the BBC. No, but it it, it would be hilarious. Oh, wait, oh, you yeah, talking about? Like going in, in the in the back of the BBC, like in the, if you came in, like where you parked and the and came in the back door. Yeah, and then they're all running down the tunnel, all wearing white uniforms. You know, looks like uh, like they were coming. Giant, they were know. coming out. They were coming really fast out yeah. out they, of the tunnel. I got you. They were coming out explosively. Holy shit! Like shooting out right onto the court, like boom, that's like it. that's it. Shooting those three, splashing everywhere. Holy shit! Look at the puns. This is getting out of control. Uh, we, you know what? We got to take it, and we got to talk about more banging. Let's move. Let's move along and talk about more banging. I know you all want to hear about this bang, 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 but it ain't the bang you're thinking of. So, talk about the show, the Big Bang Theory. I don't know if anybody's heard yet. They have these things that are competing with cable networks. They're called streaming services. It's some new shit where you're able to log on through the internet through a device that's either built into the television or a secondary device like a gaming console or what? Some, yeah it's crazy shit so you can access these these hubs they call streaming services and you can get all types of libraries and movies well i can use that with my 56k um telephone wire modem oh no no that's we'll talk about that later when we get you out, out of alabama we're going to visit oh, okay. that later. But yeah, if you got high speed internet or, or whatever, you you have ability to stream. And Netflix is one of the big boys out there. They've been around forever. But HBO kind of been in limbo. They're a cable network. They, then they made HBO Go, which, which you can, you know, watch if you're a subscriber. Then they made HBO Now, which you can get a la carte. But since all these big moves are happening with streaming, which I think we'll we'll visit in the future on a future episode, like really talk about the cutting the cord types uh, talk. But HBO decided that they're going to come out with HBO Max, which is going to be a, a expanded streaming service, which will put them up in the realms of maybe a Netflix or Hulu. We, we've yet to see. But HBO... Who's owned by Warner Media? Yeah, they heard that Netflix made a big move and bought the rights to Seinfeld, all the episodes, for five hundred million dollars. Ooh, 
Listen, if you want to buy the rights to another week podcast for. Don't even put a number because I'm hoping. A, yeah, eventually we're up there and we're going right, to be sponsored I mean, by Bang Bros and Netflix and shit. And then, and then it. yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, 500 million. So right off the bat, I would have gave them four, f- maybe 480 and put that 20 million on naming the Miami Heat arena, the Netflix arena. But that's just my thing. Anyway, they got they got 500 million for Seinfeld. So they're going to air that. HBO says, well, we need a show. They grabbed Big Bang Theory for close to $600 million. Yes. So if, if you guys are guys and gals are into Seinfeld, which was a great show, had a great run. Um, check that out on HBO Max coming soon. And Big Bang Theory, which uh, just ended recently. Um, and that's... Um, HBO. What's that on again? That's, that's going to be on HBO Max in 2020. That's on HBO Max. All 279 episodes. 279 so. episodes. That's crazy. Yep. 600 million. I mean, I don't even do math, but like, that's probably like close to like, I don't know, a lot of million per episode. But, you know, these are big numbers and they're mind blowing. But in the end, guess who paid for it? We will. That's it. Every month. Oh, hey, shit. If, if you need to, or listen, if, if put it this way, if you want to get the streaming service just for that, don't just go to Best Buy and buy the the, the series on go listen on DVD. Not just Best Buy; they don't sponsor us, so I don't want to. <laughs> I'm really... sorry. Go go to a, a local store. Yeah, your local retailer, mom and pop shop. Yeah, and um, buy the. The package deal already. You get on disc, watch it whenever you want. That's but it. if you're interested in the other shows that they will have, it might be worth it. Might be worth you purchasing. Now there you know? is there's other um, shows on HBO Go yeah. and HBO that and one that we're a fan of, uh, and that's Oz. You know, we've both watched Oz. Spoke about it many times. Make a lot of references. One of our favorite characters. Who's that? Okay. Um, also, real quick, I'm sorry. Well, Friends that? is also going to be on HBO Max. Also, so if you're if you're into that, Friends is a great show. Um, yes, so wait, I'm you, sorry. You just killed that segue for Friends. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was I was reading it and it had a crazy like uh, link. Embedded in there, and I, fucking, I, I thought that was gonna be a nice alley oop in there. Fucking I'm sorry, the segue. It's all right. Fucking huh. now, I'm gonna tell who it is. Adebisi, ha, huh? stole it. I'm doing uh, it to you. But yeah, this is a cool ass article. Uh, this was sent from Vernon. Uh, Vernon over in the UK, big friend of the DVR podcast network, a patron over there. If you want to uh, become a patron and help us out with the network, thank you, pay- Vernon patreon.com slash dvr but yeah shout out to vernon so he sent us this awesome article it's about the actor who plays out of bc um one of the reasons he, that he sent it kind of is because he's a lost alum as well um i'm gonna try to say his name is adawale akien oyu abaje now i don't know aka how. simon adabisi from oz there you go or or Mr. Echo. But yeah, so 
he is now getting into filmmaking. So he, he's, you know, been in a ton of stuff. Um, he was doing something recently with, uh, it's coming out called the hunted with, uh, it's a BBC HBO series, a combo. Like, I guess they joined up and he decided he wants to make his own film. So he's making a film called farming. And what's unique about the film is that it's almost a, I guess, autobiographical. It, it's a, it's his story. And reading the article that, that Vernon sent, you know, other than him being awesome and everything, the article was like, kind of like heartbreaking. The, 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 the life he had to go through to get to become such a talented actor and, and, you know, person that he is. And, uh, I, you want to talk on this and, you know, say a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, you know, well talk about his upbringing. He, um, he was, a his wife, adopted. what makes it pretty unique? <laughs> yeah. He was, he was, a, um, an adopted child who, um, his adopted family, I think had 10 adopted children that were all African. The they, adopted parents were white. It was some kind of like fostering program in the 60s, 70s, and, and I guess early 80s. And Yeah, if, if um, people who are familiar with foster programs, a lot of times, um, I actually, um, I'm actually friends with um, some people who are, grew up in foster homes, the whole family of them. Um, one of my friends, um, one of my neighbors actually um, has foster kids, and they have a lot of foster kids. Um, fortunately for those foster kids, you know, uh, my neighbor is a great person, um, you know, has a great environment for them. She has a good job. She, um, works for, uh, law enforcement. So, you know, she, she does what she needs to do to take care of the kids and always has. Definitely. But, it's a definitely uh, a, noble, a noble thing. Yeah. So a lot of times when you go home, come up in foster care, You'll see a lot of times it's not just okay. This one family just has you know we wanted we wanted one boy or girl, so we just adopted one boy or one girl. Sometimes a lot of people like they really take they really want to help and really take it to the heart, and they have multiple kids, like multiple adopted children. Also, I'm going to tell you this. Also, a lot of people don't realize, or don't, it's not that they don't realize. But a lot of people don't think. Okay, you have to be careful with that because you get money from the state when you have adopted children, especially when you have a lot of adopted children because you're helping taking them out of foster care. So they're in your house. So you're getting extra checks and a lot of people do that. And that's when you actually hear a lot of horrible stories. Yeah, that people think that's like a cash, a cash cow trying to make money. Exactly. And I'm not saying that that's what this person's... Um, no, just kind of perspective uh, of, of the whole scenario. Yeah, yeah, I'm just giving you a perspective of how it is. I'm not, I'm going to refer to him as Adebisi because I can't really pronounce his name. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I'm, um, his first name is Adewale. Adewale. I don't want to pronounce that. I don't yeah, want to pronounce I that I think one. it's Adewale. Okay, so Adewale. So his, his, um, his, he was adopted with his two sisters, 10... Ten children all together in the house, white family. Um, 
he was there with them for many years, and then his African family came and picked him picked him up and brought him back to Africa. So you want to say what happened when he went to Africa yeah, with them? He was shell shocked. It was he he grew up in England in in a small like dockside town. It was like a you know not not a big city. And now he goes to Africa and he uh, says in the article, which is really cool, like he stopped talking and, and the parents didn't understand things like the right. when, when you know, uh, black skin well, and cold weather needs, uh, you know, conditioning, moisturizer because it gets ashy and things like that. And they thought he was almost like cursed. And right. They, well, they, you know, they I'm put, not meaning to cut you off right there. Let's talk about why he had stopped talking at um at first. He stopped talking because when he went back to Africa, he didn't understand the African language of his tribe. Right. Okay. A lot of people don't know this. There, there are tribes in Africa still. A lot of people don't know that there are tribes. And this is also going back to the, and, to the late this 70s. Going back, this is going back to the 80s, but there are yeah. still tribes today in 2019. Um, but so he, they didn't understand him and he would get punished because he couldn't speak their language. And, right. And when he spoke English, he would get punished even more. Right. So he shut down and stopped talking totally for like nine months. And then... And when they took him to, back to Africa, they left his sisters in England. Then he gets shipped back to England. And his and, sisters went back to Africa. Did they? Yeah, his sisters okay. went back to Africa. So right. he's he's in this tough-ass back in England. He's feeling confused. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, your sense of identity is fucked at this point. Like, how do you, you know, you don't know where where you're at now in England at this time or where he was, it was like tough for him growing up because there was a lot of uh, skinheads and white, you know, white supremacists that the gang ruled his area where he lived. And because of being there and, and feeling weird, he kind of felt white at times. He said, you know, in this article and he winds up, joining the gang with the skinheads and and he said like makes reference like when certain uh ships would come in to port and, and black men would get off he would like look look down on them or not want to be around them because like he was kind of having like identity of of his shade and, and you know what 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 where he was and what he belonged even though he's dark as can be you know so he became a skinhead and this whole movie is going to like document everything about how he just basically it's about fitting in, you know, and wanting yeah. to fit in. So like and, this and, is it's, it's a crazy story. And, 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 this is, and this is actually a real crisis that actually it happens a lot in black communities in like poor black communities. Um, and I've seen it a lot um, growing up and I've heard different stories and I've seen different things and. You, there, there are different things that you see that artists do who have grown, who've made money now and come from 
a poverty, a very, very poverty background. Okay. A lot of times, not saying all the time. Okay. A lot of times people go through, or some people go through such depression from racism and just being put down from where they're at, from, from the region, the region that they're living in, that they want to be another race because they think that that race is okay. Like he prime example, he grew up so bad that when black sailors used to come to his town, he would be petrified and run away because they were so racist there that anybody black was considered bad. Anybody black was considered a gang member or evil or, you know, a bad person. So when his African dark skinned self saw black sailors come to town and dock, he would run and be petrified and scared thinking that they were going to do something. A lot of, and so where I'm going with this, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who grow up in poverty that want to be another race because they think that that other race is what's beautiful. They think that other race will solve their problems from what they have because they think, you know, why was I born this way? Why was I born that way? That's why you have artists like, and I'm calling them out, Vibes Cartel, great reggae artist, unfortunately got himself in trouble. He's in jail for, I don't know, killing somebody or something. He, he, um, ble he bleached, his, bleached his skin. Sammy Sosa, great baseball player, totally bleached his skin to look white. You have to realize these are, these are, it winds up becoming a mental thing from what you grow up being and what you perceive as being good. And when you get, and when you get money, you want to fix what you felt was always wrong with you. You know, a lot of people, they get money and okay, I got money. So now I can go get a boob job. I can go get, I can go get butt implants. I can go get, you know, I can go get liposuction. I right. can go, get, that's all, I can all go that, get a hair weave. Most it's of the that, same thing with a person saying, I can bleach my skin. Right. That stems from the environment. Like, if you know, you probably wouldn't want a, a, a butt job unless you were in, a, in an area or a circle or some kind of situation where you wanted to show off your butt. Like everybody else had a butt job that you, you know, you want to be in, involved, and, you know, and, like, and, and, and that's what it is. That's the thing. Oh, everybody likes big butts. Oh, I want a big butt. So that's what this movie is basically about. You know, it, it's the inclusion. I mean, his story, it, it really takes off after this at 16, he gets to go to boarding school and he becomes a, uh, you know, very, I guess, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, educated student goes to Hollywood and, and films some stuff. I think his first movie was Congo, which I love Congo. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I don't want to spoil too much of the story, but this article is great, um, that Vernon sent. And I really like the whole, the whole idea of the movie and his story is just phenomenal, you know, to, to, you know, Think of just, you know, a person as an actor, you know, sometimes, it, you know, you got to think, you know, to hear this stuff, it makes you think more about how, what they're going to put into their roles, like come experience wise. So like, I like that. Yeah. And what's even um, crazier is when you have actors that 
have doppelgangers in real life. Yeah. Holy shit. And let me tell you, this next actor, well, he ain't an actor. This is a real life person who just looks like a very, very familiar actor. It's crazy. He looks like the one and only. And um, I'm gonna I put, don't know. I'm actually going to put the I picture. I haven't met him yet, but I'm going to give him a shout out and thank him. You know, shout out to Axel Foley for, you know, the DVR podcast. I think he has a podcast. Heisenberg, am I correct? Yeah, that's a old school uh, podcast they did, the resurrecting it. On, well, uh, Axel, this this story's for you, man. We have a real live Heisenberg looking like look alike that from Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. Okay, Walter White from Breaking Bad. That's who Heisenberg is for people whose head I'm going over. This man though. Um, his name is Todd, Todd Bradrick Jr. Okay. Let me tell you what Todd Bradrick Jr. He looks just like Walter White. You have to Google this, ladies and gentlemen. What did he get arrested for? DJ? It's unbelievable irony, but he got arrested for meth possession. He got arre- He got arrested for having that blue magic. Holy shit! I, I, I mean, it, this guy looks exactly like. I, we're gonna put this up on the Facebook group. So if you're listening, join the Facebook group another week because this picture is gonna go up there. It's crazy how much he looks exactly like him, and he looks like Walter White just took a hit of his own stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, and I mean, and he, and he's in with meth. Like I don't know. Maybe. And he gets caught with meth. He could not call any other drug in the world. Yeah, it wouldn't have been like even worthy of talking about. This is funny. Good shit. Good yes. Shit. Oh, speaking of crazy shit, let's let's. This next one is fucking wacky. So, I, yeah, this is this is insane. I don't even. Uh, I'm scrolling. Uh, this is insane. Yeah, I'm scrolling through, and I see this article on Vice. And I'm look, you know, so I'm like, oh, let me see what this is, because it has a weird picture of of a a model with a hoodie, with holes all in it, and there's a, a you know, fashion weeks coming up, and they had, or I think it might have just happened, and they they put their their collection out. This company, Bestroy, so they make hoodies that usually go for like two fifty to four hundred dollars, and I'm uh looking at the thing and I'm like no way so the hoodies are the holes are bullet holes they're supposed to represent bullet holes and on the the hoodies is the logos like collegiate style writing Sandy Hook Columbine Parkland Virginia Tech they're making hoodies with all of these places that had school shootings on yes. them for now, the spring 2020 collection. Now, let me tell you. I understand art. I understand artwork. So I, I, it's it's very hard for me to bash somebody's art or creativity. And I'm not, I'm not about to bash this. I do not agree with it at all. I understand the person's concept, but he did it. 
I feel totally wrong and twisted. Um, I would not be me personally. I would not be selling shirts like that because there's no crazy world. Some people just get obsessed with things. You might just see somebody with that on and get obsessed. You know, what about the family members that you're hurting? What you're going to want to, nobody wants to see that. If, if, if your kid, if your kid got killed in school and now I have to see somebody walking around with a bullet riddled shirt with their, with their school logo on it. Not only is it insensitive, it's ridiculous. It's, just it's crazy. T- it's tasteless. And, and they have like a mission statement where, where it's supposed to be about life being painfully ironic and that's what this line is about and how life is fragile, this and that. And, you know, hopefully we, we can transcend to Nirvana, but this is not the message. This is, they know that no one buying this is going to buy this because of a message. Maybe, maybe two people because they told them that, but whoever buys this is going to buy this in a, a sarcastic way. In a sarcastic, malicious way or or a crazed obsession like that, like that um, that young lady who was so um, obsessed with Columbine earlier this year. She was going. She drove there um, from Florida um, on the, like the twenty year anniversary and purchased a shotgun. And police were looking for her, and she wound up killing herself. Lord knows what she was going to do when she went there. See, now this is just um, how if if. That thought that this designer came to, that this designer came with, came in my head. How I would have done this, this is just me. I'm just giving my opinion on how I would have done it. Maybe you make it an art, like a drawing. Like if you had this model wearing this and you had an artist paint the picture and you sold like one picture. You know what I mean? Like as an, an art collection, an art installment like, instead of something that people could wear around and, and, and of use their that own way. Wear and it be right. people's faces all day long. Because you could, you could, you could portray it as art. In here, the you know nobody's walking around the street saying, "Look at this wearable art." No, right. somebody's saying, "This guy's got holes in his shirt." Oh, Sandy Hook. Oh shit. Oh, you yeah, know, like, like, and, and, and then people are gonna. You're, you're either gonna for two hundred and fifty to four hundred ten dollars. Are you even donating any of this money to to the families that got hurt? You're doing it for pure profit. And right. it's tasteless. Like I said, you could have did it as art, and yeah, you could have got profit off of it. But at least it's not flashing people's faces all day long. And believe it or not, a painting has a bigger message than you selling your idea on T-shirts. Yeah. Because this model on the Sandy Hook one, if you actually took a picture of it and painted that and you had it up on a wall – you know, and put it in a museum. That's up. That's deep right there. That's a story. That's when when another generation comes and goes. What's that? Well, this is what this is about. You know, this is about the gun violence that's going on and the crazy stuff that happened. And this is paying you know memorials to this school or whatever. Yeah. I can understand that more. But you you printing these school shirts with their school name on it and you have bullet holes in it. That's not cool. Nah, I'm not down with that. I mean, like you said, like art is art, you know, you want to do your thing, but we don't have to dig it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's our opinion. So, 
Um, yeah, fuck them. It gets a big no from me. I'm not buying that shit. I mean, plus I don't. I mean, four hundred dollars for anything other than like a Mac product, I'm out. Or a music piece, fuck that. Yeah. So I had no idea this next article that that you set up here. I really didn't even know. I thought it was a joke at first, <laughs> but I mean, it, this, yes, there, there's a lot of people. The deep that South. Don't, there's a lot of people in the world <laughs> that don't understand. You know, there's a lot of people in the world that think only like third world countries don't have like internet, you know, there are, you have to realize, like you said, we have podcast listeners from Europe, United States, Australia. A lot of people aren't thinking Australia. You know, there's a lot of people that they're not thinking like, oh, buddy, you know, like Brian's 2019, in... who doesn't have the internet? Everybody has a smartphone. Brian's in Japan. Well, let me tell you something. A so... place in the United States of America does not really have broadband internet. And that means you're running off of what? Like... 56k or hopefully there's a cell phone tower and you're just using your 4g to death i'm yeah and this isn't even in like even if the mountains i would think maybe the mountains this is all right this is an issue but this but, is but alabama but the, alabama but there's there is good hope um so, so wait just alabama doesn't have broadband access to eight hundred thousand residents yep that, that to me, that's crazy. Like the the next part, the savior is gonna swoop in and Superman everybody. I'm I'm down with. Um, but that's to me, that's like the takeaway from this article. Like I, I, I that blew my mind. They don't even have access for it. It's not mm-hmm. like like they don't have it. Like there's no access to get it. So who's the savior? Elon Musk. He's bringing that Tesla money, and he, he put up. Like sixty he, new sa- or eighty new satellites. Oh and- yeah, I'm a, well, he he launched sixty satellites. And let me tell you, he he has a program called SpaceX, and it launched sixty satellites into Earth's orbit to test their Starlink system. Okay, we're not even going to get into the Starlink system right now, but that's the type of money he has. Okay, he got sixty satellites in space right now. You can't just put satellites in space because you got money. You have to get approval. From NASA and the government and everything else. And Space but, Force. Yeah. This this um this uh wonderful idea. He wants to bounce the signal off of some of his satellites to bring broadband internet speeds to um to Alabama. And I think that's pretty cool. Um sure I, I think that is. there's some I think there's possibly some uh there's definitely something behind it, you know. You don't just do that because you want to be a nice guy. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is right now, but let, let's take it for what it's worth. I mean, it, it, it could be because it's a, a a a big market. Like you know, you could probably say, "Oh, I could do this in a, in, a, in Montana," you know, or, or somewhere that I I'm not saying that they don't have broadband. I don't know where else doesn't have broadband, but it might be because it's a large number of people you could provide it to. Um, Plus, once you provide it, you can start collecting money from it. You know, that's that's another thing. It could be his test pilot program to to do this everywhere. But, you know, 
I, you know, I think it's pretty awesome that he's, you know, and the company, not just him, SpaceX, they're, they're using, you know, their, the, these technologies to, for, for good purposes and to like enhance the technology and not just keep us where we're at, you know, like, like, uh, I I like this. Yeah. And and let's give a quick, um, rundown of how it would work. So, um, he would be able to beam high speed internet links to homes at almost anywhere via a receiver and the receiver is the size of like a pizza plate. So think of, um, like those little satellite dishes that they have on people's houses. Like, um, maybe what's the the, the dish network, like dish network, direct TV, yeah, direct TV satellites, kind of like that. And a receiver could be placed on the roof of a house. Um, or wherever on the roof of a ocean going ship and it can receive the internet. So shout out to, um, Elon Musk. And if I'm, I'm pronouncing his name, right. I always pronounce it. Incorrectly. Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah. I was, yeah. Elon, Elon, you know, whatever. But, shout out to Mr. Tel- Tesla. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I definitely, um, salute him for that. You know, that's a, that's a good luck. You know, a lot of people in Alabama, I'm sure, are happy about that. But you would, you'd be surprised. A lot of people would think, like, where in the United States is that, that they don't have broadband? You know, so. I yeah. don't know. Well, yeah, that's uh, it's pretty wild. So, speaking of pretty wild, the next three, we're going to hit out with a, a banger of some wacky shit. I mean, not, not like some of the other stuff wasn't wacky, but these are three real wacky ones. So the first one came from Gina. Another one from Gina, too, in this episode. She's uh, really been digging the show, and she uh, reads a lot. She has, when she comes across some stuff, she sends it over. This one was, was pretty funny. Um, I, I don't really need to say much more about really what, what was caught, but... An Amish buggy driver was caught rocking out to a stereo while he was driving the buggy and drinking beers. So, I mean, I don't really he, think he couldn't that, resist. That's really not the Amish ways, and uh, he, he couldn't resist. Somebody slipped him slipped him an MP3. I, it somebody, was, left, somebody probably accidentally left the iPhone behind or an Android device behind, and. He's like, oh, what's this? Oh, another week podcast. Another week podcast? What? Another week. Another, another week, week. DJ. And, right, oh, he probably just had it on repeat. Banging it. Bang. Uh. <laughs> and it wasn't even Rumspringer. I, I, I mean, <laughs> there's not too much to say. It's just fucking wacky. Oh, oh yeah. Move, uh, you know, I, I, you know, you, you guys take what it is. You know, if you know Amish... You know what they're about. You know why it's funny. If you don't look it up. But let me tell you, shout shout out to the Amish community. I know some of y'all listening to this podcast. Shout out to y'all. When I was in elementary school, I kid you not, we had a field trip. We went to the Amish community and y'all make the world's best mashed potatoes. I'm being serious. I'm not exaggerating. And y'all taught me how to make candles from scratch. I was making candles from scratch. Dipping the wick in wax. Like a million times to get the candle thick. Shout out to y'all. 
Been spending most of our lives yeah. living in the Amish paradise. Shout out to Weird Al Yankovic, Hell the writer, yeah. right? So let's get on to something. Uh, I don't even know what kind of wacky person this was. Um, He's dead. So let me start off by saying that before people go in on him. Yeah. I mean, you can still go um, in on him. Fuck him. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to say fuck him. He was just weird. Because, um... I think uh, fuck him. This is really too weird for me. Yeah, this is weird. I, I get what you're saying, but he... He didn't do anything to hurt anybody. He's just weird. He, he's just weird. He was um, a doctor. He was a, he was an abortion doctor. He, he's an Illinois abortion doctor. He died earlier this week, and his lawyer was at his house, at his estate, you know, doing what he's doing. And he goes into the basement, and the next thing you know... Wait, wait, wait. Before he goes into the basement. So, <laughs> so this is just this week, right? An, another yep. week, right? And he hasn't practiced being a doctor since 2014 because his license was suspended because he didn't follow protocol when he did an abortion on a 13-year-old and he didn't report it within the three-day limit to the state. So, um... Right. Well, he was suspended in 2015. The abortion happened in 2014. Right. So so he hasn't practiced in four years. Let's let's just... and And now... With that frame reference, that frame of reference, what the lawyer walks down in his basement, right? And they find. Let me get you an exact number, okay? Let me get you an exact number. They find um, two thousand two hundred forty-six unborn fetal remains. My man was. Saving the fetuses that he aborted. That's that's just insane. Fucking. He's insane. Whack. He's a lunatic. He's a he's a lunatic. He's crazy. I mean, that's he, whacked he, out. Yeah, he's he's bugged out. He's just bizarre. I don't even know. What, I don't even know to say. They found him in preservative state, so that means he. This picture, your weird science movie, your your Doctor Frankenstein. Uh, you see a bunch of jars uh-huh. with the preservative fluid and the fetal remains in. Now, he was he was saving him. It's fucking weird. Like I, my dad was a uh, like we call it amateur taxidermist. So like he used to mount fish for people, and I thought that was kind of weird. That that like you know there was he would clean it out up to the skin and then stuff it with like plaster and and then paint it and preserve it and people would hang it up on their wall i think that's weird and you know that's a fish this is fucking disgusting he's like the governor in the walking dead when he he used to collect the zombie heads in the fish tank for people who watch the walking dead he's like the real life governor he was just collecting the unborn fetal remains. Now he didn't just go out and uh, I'm not. We're not here to have a uh, debate on abortion, whether you think it's right or not. He. But no, what I will say was he, the debate he wasn't is on legal, huh? collecting heads, collecting remains. Yeah, he wasn't illegally killing people. He wasn't kidnapping pregnant women and ripping babies out of their stomach. No, it's it's all it was it, all on the up and up. Except yeah, he decided all, to 
to not throw things away. Yeah, besides him not disposing of it correctly. Even when he got um, suspended in 2015 for the the um, the, not the a- abortion that happened in 2014, it, it, it wasn't the abortion that was that was yeah, wrong. Yeah, it was not reporting it. It was the, it, the, he, the he laws. He just didn't report it. The state laws. He, are- yeah, he didn't follow the state law that you have to report it, and that's what it was. You know, it, it wasn't the act. Now, whether you believe in abortions or not, that's totally different. That's a totally different topic. We're not talking about people's personal feelings, what you feel is right or wrong. We're just talking about a bizarre dude who's saving. You know, that's like if you if you had a, heard of a lipo doctor and they died and went to their house and there's like just jars of fat laying around. Like they just started saving people's fat. You know, I, I'm, I'm – what if you hear like, um, you know, the doctor who – did uh uh man her name is what's brad pitt's wife's name again uh he's divorced isn't he but angelina jolie is that yeah, that's wife? like yeah that's like the plastic surgeon from angelina jolie who did a mastectomy like if he dies and you go and he has a jar with her 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 boobs in him <laughs> you're gonna be like what the hell like you, you, you're performing these things, you know. It's like an oh, amputee doctor. That's that different. Has, that's that kind of different. Of, if he just had those amputated legs and arms in there, I put the see. Basement. That's different. I put that shit right on eBay. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's like the that's like um episode one. That's like the dark web. That's like the testicle collector. Holy shit, testicles, baby! Oh <laughs> it's like man. The testicle collector. Uh, oh man! All, all this crazy shit, right? And it happened all throughout different places in the country so far we've been talking about we've been touched little overseas touring and we haven't hit on the great state of of florida Florida. of florida oh and we got two good ones from you for florida yeah some funny ass shit we got two good ones oh man drinking that florida tap water baby that's it somebody slipped in that tap water which you you you, you want to go first or you want me yeah, to go? Uh, no, this one's good. This one's just fucking straight nutty. So a homeless guy in Florida, uh, he's in like Okalakukalakakala County. I don't even know some wacky name county in the middle of Florida, and he just goes ham <laughs> on twenty something cars and takes a belt. And just start smashing windows and scratching hoods. And he did $30,000 worth of damage to these cars. So now he gets caught and the cops say, what the fuck is going on? Well, I don't know if they said that exactly. They say, you know, they question him. And his response is why he did this. The cars belong to the mafia. Yes. And. But, but he, that's not, that's not it. That Trump. Owes him one trillion dollars. One trillion dollars. A Let trillion. Let me tell you something. Somebody owe me a trillion dollars. I might start smashing up some cars too. Listen, now, I don't not, know what he did. I don't know why the mafia's cars would have been the ones he smashed. I would have maybe gone for like Trump's car, but Listen, maybe the mafia controls Trump. This guy knows something we don't. Florida might know some shit. I, I just want to know what deeds Trump was doing for him. That he owes him a trillion dollars, right? Like, I mean, he didn't my- say a million. He didn't say a billion. He said a trillion. You owe me a trillion dollars. 
And look, Michael Cohen was getting shit. <laughs> oh, man. So this guy, he, he bangs up $30,000 worth of cars. Yes. So, uh, yeah. He had good a, old Florida. He had some day. These, the, tell, these next guys had a really good day in Miami. Yeah, these next guys, um, you know, closing it out, man, I don't know what it was. You know, let me tell you, it was about 3.30 in the morning, hungry, you know what I mean? Probably just came from, I don't know, probably came from the club, came from a party. You know, I'm hungry. Let's go to Mickey D's. These two dudes go to Mickey D's, man. They ordered like five hamburgers. The hamburgers are not quality hamburgers. These hamburgers are cold hamburgers. Now you have to realize it's 3.30 in the morning. I got the munchies, man. I'm hungry. I need some real beef. I need some hot, fresh beef. And you do what any backyard Becky would do you slam your hand on the counter may I speak to a manager get a manager out here right now because the burgers aren't hot give me some cool burgers god damn it I want to I want to refund a manager and coupons I want everything no man we talking about Florida we talking about Florida they ain't doing that in Florida you know what they doing strapping up they pull out the guns. Threaten the the drive-through person, start screaming at him. Now what's so crazy about this? Right, they pull out two guns. One of the guns is a real gun, is a stolen gun, and the other gun is a BB gun. So long story short, the police show up, they get arrested. The the the, the guy actually the the drive-thru worker actually held his composure. He went inside and told another co-worker. They called the police, and they came, picked these guys up. But let me tell you, this is this is how adamant certain people are about their food, okay? <laughs> one of the people who got caught, the one who got caught with the real gun, He pretty much takes the rap for his homeboy. He doesn't Takashi it. You know what he says? He says, yo, he says, my man was just playing around. He said, but they were taking too long. And me, I don't play with my food. (laughs) (laughs) He told the cop, I don't play with my food. Now, I, I think this is absolutely hilarious for... A couple reasons. Like, the story itself is funny. The fucking... The fact that, like, they stuck around and got caught and then just, like, was straight up honest. Like, that shit's funny. But we're working on something down the pipe. A segment that we're gonna... We're putting together that is shit that happens to us. Now, Reddy has his term. Asshole magnet. And we both have serious asshole magnetism. And many of the stories will sound like this story. 
because a lot of asshole magnetism comes out of the drive-thru. When you go to the drive-thru or, or fast food restaurant, shit like this happens. Yeah. Or, but or none even, of, if not, even if you're not at the drive-thru. Just... Not one of our stories is ever going to end with us pulling out heat. No. <laughs> Never. No. no. I, will, I will tell you a funny uh, situation, though. I, I was at a fast food chain and these dudes got upset because one of my other friends asked for an extra bun. <laughs> right? And we're like, yo, we'll pay you for the bun. We don't care. Give us an extra bun. So we didn't pull out guns. What my man did was he pulled out a $100 bill. And threw it at him and said, here's $100. Go get me a bun. Keep the change. That's the, that's the furthest extent. Which is pretty insane. To people are like, you really paid $100 for a bun? No, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the fact. It was the fact that you're making an issue out of nothing. And sometimes you got to put... Certain people decide to play people certain ways. And that was his way of that's it. putting them in his place. Principalities. Out Principalities. There's principalities to this man. You know this man. You know what I mean? Shout out to Florida for another one. Holy another shit. Two. This has been some episode. I, I had a lot of fun on this one. Yeah. So, you know, anything you learned? Don't Me? say you're a gangster and you're not. And oh. then don't snitch on your friends. Um, don't. You know. Don't. If you're in the middle of a if you're in the middle of a triz and Shorty starts acting up because you're giving the other one the business more, just kick her out the room. You know. Saying, you know, don't don't buy shitty clothes. Don't go to Alabama. We think we said that last time. Yeah. Maybe Mississippi, but stay out of the whole fucking region if you can help it. Yeah. Don't uh, save dead babies. You know? Like we, we, you know? we we're providing the lessons here. I think this was like more of a, a lesson episode than anything. This is yeah. quality shit. And listen, if the president owes you a trillion dollars, don't snatch up the mafia's cars. You might get whacked, all right? Just don't vote for him next round. Yeah, even if he doesn't owe you a trillion dollars, don't vote for him. Yeah. And, you know, if uh, your burgers are cold, go for the nuggets. Damn. Damn, go for the nuggets. Look at this guy. Fucking Confucius and shit. That's it. I don't even know. If we, I can't say nothing on that. You killed it right there. Go for the nuggets. That's it. Go for the nuggets. And more importantly, subscribe to another week podcast. And hopefully we'll check you out soon on another week. Peace. Peace. Another week. Yeah. Another week podcast. DJ, you ready? Another week. Another week. Another week podcast. DJ, you ready? Leave it like that. I'll leave it like that. <laughs>